Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. This is the Imperfect Ashlers Masonic Podcast. All the views and opinions stated on this show are strictly those of the host and their guests and do not reflect the opinions of any Masonic Lodge or Grand Lodge. What's up, guys? We are the Imperfect Ashlers, and we are finally back for episode number six. Finally. Uh, I think it's been about a month and a half Has since it been, we've It's been longer, hosted. right? Probably. Probably. Uh, I think the last time was right after, right after Grand Lodge, if I'm not mistaken. It's good to be sitting here again, though, right? Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's nice. Um, so, and just so everybody knows, we haven't just done this. I, yeah, most of it's probably pure laziness, but... Uh, we have, I don't think I don't know with so much laziness as so much life gets in the way. Yeah, I know uh, Brother Ben here, uh, which, by the way, so we can reintroduce ourselves. I'm Brother Zach, and this is this Brother, is Brother ben. Zach. Right, Sam, I'm Brother Ben. <laughs> we are the Imperfect Ashlars. Yes, we are. Uh, I, I know y'all had some COVID, and I, yeah, you, you lasted we, longer than just the COVID. We, we went through the. Uh, we almost missed two holidays, so we 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 did the. Uh, COVID for Thanksgiving. My yeah. wife, she came down with COVID, uh, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday before. I need to stop that, too, before we get started. But my wife came down with COVID that Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so we canceled. And then by Saturday of uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I was sick with COVID myself. And that, that lasted for uh, probably about seven or eight days. Got over that, got to feeling good. And then right before the Christmas holidays is when I got the acute upper respiratory yeah. infection which i looked that up and that just means a bad cold but i yeah. had that cold for three almost four weeks Whew. and it was i, I could no, not kick I, it. i'm a baby when it comes to colds i, I could awful. not kick it and uh and i talked to a lot of people that had that same type thing you know someone you just get a cold and keep it for four weeks yeah and uh we around here it was not a pleasant environment as far as all the blowing and coughing mm-hmm. and everything else i'm just uh snot rocking on the snot. yeah <laughs> absolutely and and just so glad to be feeling good again right, man. just just be on the upside of everything yeah. because you know those especially during the holidays things like that seem to to bring us down yeah and I know uh, lately too, you've had the the issue with your foot, the bone spur, and everything going through surgery with that. We definitely hey, I did I did hobbled a lot like the live last night, although yeah. I'm not supposed to be on uh, uneven surfaces. Yeah. I've, uh, well, I've uh, I've been in a lot of pain with my foot, but hopefully things are going to be on the mend and uh, we can get back to to life as normal. Yeah, as normal as you can get, I guess for now. Right. Um, and it was good seeing you at Lodge last night. Of course, it's good seeing everybody. At Lodge. I'd already made my excuse though. Right? I yeah. Was, I, yeah, yeah. About five o'clock, I, I sent Brother Zach a message saying I will not be at Lodge tonight. I don't think I can make it up the stairs, which is a really bad excuse. Seeing as how we have the little uh, what is it the, <laughs> the chair, the chair, the Electric little the chair, elevator yeah. chair or whatever that yeah. goes up and down the stairs. But you just came because you knew we were having chicken, right? <laughs> it, it was. It was, and that's. And my wife looked at me last night. And she said, "What did you eat for supper last night?" I said. <laughs> Three pieces of fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. With, with hot sauce. Yeah. And you got to have, keep, keep the nutrition up. You got to make sure you get healed right. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, I've gone through the same thing myself and the kids. We've all been kind of sick here and there. And just at that time of year, uh, bronchitis and all that, I think some of it, we have that upper respiratory crap too. And, you know, my kids being so small, it's pitiful seeing them get sick. And, 
but anyway, we are back. Now, so uh, so. all excuses and apologies aside, we have missed doing the podcast. Yes, we and I've been I've been questioning Zach a couple of times. I'm like, do you just not want to do the podcast with me anymore? Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's always. I mean, I hate to say it, but it it is. There's always some type of excuse, and I finally. I, I mean, we just. We apologize. Yeah, we apologize for apologize. Apologize for excuses. That's right. And now we're back, and uh, it's good to be back. Uh, It feels good to be sitting here, especially by my brother, but talking about what we love so much, and and that is Freemasonry. Um, and and I just enjoy this. It's a good getaway. Um, it's it's nice to be able to talk about it. Uh, for whoever wants to listen. Yeah, and 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 this is this so ingrained in our lives now that uh. Before you got here, that's that's what I was doing in there on on YouTube, looking mm-hmm. at some Scottish Rite stuff and things like that. And I just, uh, you know, it's just such an integral part of our of our lives. That, uh, you know, and that's something I don't think we've mentioned because uh, the last episode we did was, was posted in November, uh, in December of last year. Uh, December Brother Ben and I, yep, actually got our thirty second degree. So uh, proud of it! Too. Yeah, it's such, was, such a great thing. Yeah, uh, it's different for sure. You know, we're used to actually seeing degrees put on, and we get the uh, we call it here the I guess the Southern Albert Jurisdiction, Pike. the Albert Pike conferral. Uh, we didn't actually watch the degrees. We um, basically listened to somebody talk about the degrees, which. I mean, we, we kind of got it. And, and of course, we're studying on it some and everything. But, um, I, you know, I'd like to actually see the degrees put on. I can't wait well, to be able to see it. The reading reading in A Bridge to Light, it's, it's been, a, you know, I haven't gotten through it. But the way that they go into each degree is, is great. But not seeing the actual degree is something that I'm hungry for. Right. But that being said, I think it does make it to where, if you're really interested in this stuff, you got to get out there and seek, 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 seek it out. Seek the light. Seek the light. And uh, and that's, I, I just can't wait. I think we've got one coming up. Uh, is it in March? I'm not sure. But I maybe four. I have to look. I know uh, Montgomery's doing one, uh, which we're in the Valley of Birmingham. Um, but I think the Valley of Montgomery is doing a reunion uh, coming up soon. I know Mobile is going to have to do a little bit of driving, it sounds like. I, I'm okay with that. We'll yeah. load up in my lo- You know, I found out today to get 40 miles to the gallon in my car. So we'll we'll load up in my little car. All right. We'll go wherever. But, uh, yeah, we're excited about it. Um, and, and like he said, we're studying uh, A Bridge to Light, which is what uh, our – I don't. I guess you would call it the instructor, the one that actually gave us the degrees for Scottish Rite, told us to study up on that book and and uh, kind of learn what the degrees are about. It'll give us a little more in depth. Um, Very interesting material. That's, yeah. that's to, to say the least. And uh, and and I do like the uh, more more light. Yeah, I and, do uh, too. I, and uh, you know, I, I understand. You know that you know a master mason is pretty much about as, as what we say is highest the degree. highest yeah. degree but i do like these uh pendant bodies and the, uh, the more light that they bring into masonry yeah and that's something we haven't talked a lot about the pendant bodies yet uh and, we brushed and, on them you know yeah, we're, we're getting there which seeing the degrees in scottish right i think will uh will help some but you know, with York Rite, I loved the the continuation of of that third degree um, storyline. I guess you could say, uh, and, and that's what really drove me into wanting to get in more involved in York Rite, and which I haven't, obviously. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying we do to do what we can with the time we have. Right? Yeah, and and being with 
two young kids and everything, it is hard. Uh, the once a month meetings. You're I mean, making excuses. I guess I. Oh, I guess I'm making on excuses. Train. All right. Yeah. Me too. I'm with you. But that's you know that is something I I want to get more involved in it uh, and I, I plan to I, I've uh, I've actually started working on the Grand Lodge certificate so that takes up a lot of my time right now um, and I'm I, I'm getting back I'm a little bit jealous of Zach because uh, he he's a single man almost and and yeah. he gets to go and and uh, other than when he has his kids with him he goes and he does a lot uh, and he's really been focusing on his uh, Grand Lodge certificate. And that's something that I wish I could do. I don't know at this point in my life if it's feasible, but uh, it's always feasible. Now, yeah. now you're making excuses. <laughs> now, now we're, we're going to be the imperfect excuse maker. Yeah. Oh man, uh, it's it's a lot of fun though. You know, I've learned a lot. Uh, a lot of it I already knew just from listening. Uh, a lot of it is, uh, of course, it's uh, for those that don't know, the Grand Lodge certificate consists of basically all of our ritual work that we do. Which is a lot closing to degree work to the actual lectures for the degrees, um, which I haven't started on yet. But anyway, um, so Zach is, is my go to uh, for most of my Masonic questions. And I have some other brothers that I reach out to. But Zach is a lot closer to me right. uh, as far as uh, within a certain mile. Right. Location. Yeah. Mileage wise. And uh, we're we're pretty much in touch either text or call, you know, every, I, I every think day it's rare. or two. I was going to say, it's rare. We don't go every day without yeah, speaking to each pretty other. Much, we are pretty much, in, we're brothers and we are pretty much in touch with each other, which all brothers should be. And that's kind right. of leading into our program today. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, and we've talked about it a lot before is attendance. Um, uh, around here, at least, I know we've we've slacked a lot on attendance. Um, I know there for a while I went suspended. I, I have no excuse for that other than laziness. Um, but, you know, we talk about it a lot. Attend Lodge, uh, support your Lodge, travel, all that kind of stuff. But uh, one thing that uh, it was actually brought to our attention from a brother uh, in our York Rite uh, chapter is it's a program called the Shepherding Program. And it's basically... Um, a program trying to uh, bring that brotherhood to the lodge, make sure you keep the brotherhood there. And it's not just a business. It's not just a little association or whatever that, that you're actually supporting your brothers and, and bringing membership back. Uh, and I've, I've got the paper. I've looked over it a little bit. I'm going to let you explain. We, we, well, I don't know if you want me to explain it, but we, <laughs> we have talked about uh, in past uh, segments uh, about membership in masonry, going out and getting new members. Right. But what about our members that we have? A lot of times um, we look at membership as, oh, well, he's active. Right. Is active only active in paying dues, or is active active in being present? Right. And that's where that's where you know we've got men all the time that we're doing Masonic funerals for right. that. Uh, you know, probably haven't been in lodge in years. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the main issue is that we need the brothers in lodge as well as their dues payers. Right. You know, like the, the first, the first point on, and I'm going to mention his name, Ron Forrest is the one that brought this back to, this is not a new program. Right. I, I remember him saying that, but Ron Forrest is the one that, uh, brother Ryan, 
is the one that brought this back to uh, the York Wright bodies at birth because of his concern of slipping membership and brethren that aren't that are Masons, but they're not in life. Right. And the first thing, the first point there is this is not about news generation. Right. And, and it, I, I can agree with that. I mean, it's nice to have. We always need in, money. But, right. Yeah, we need money. But, you know, you can pay dues and not be active in the lodge. We've got a lot of that. I mean, our yeah. lodge has upwards of 90 members, if I'm not mistaken. I know we've had a lot die off lately, and so it may be closer to 80, but, you know, uh, a typical attendance, you know, lately it's been a little bit better, um, but typical attendance is, you know, seven to 12, 12 people. I mean, seven to 12. That's and, typically at our lives the same. Well, our lives, we, I'm, I'm plural members, but at 643 uh, Coosa Valley, we are, you know, same type situation, uh, seven to 12. Uh, 12 is a good night. We all good night. pat each other on the back at the end of a 12-member yeah. night and say, oh, man, we we're full tonight. But yeah, when you it's look bad at, when you, you say look around the lodge and you see those double, triple rows of seats and yeah. you just got, you know, peppering of members among those seats. And it, it, it leads you to to the question of where are our brothers? Right. And, and it's not it's not so much about just being there. It's It's... Interact it is, is the it is. fellowship, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of brothers. How you gonna work? How, how, how you gonna work if you don't show up, right? Exactly, you're right. right. And you don't necessarily have to do the work. I mean, I know uh, one of the biggest excuses I hear is I don't remember the work. I don't remember this. I don't remember that. Well, that's okay. We know you're a member here. You know, we can vouch for you. If I can't vouch for you, I'm sure somebody can. Um, just come back and at least sit. I mean, be present and and support the lodge, support the guys that are coming up. I mean, you may have a lot of knowledge that, that I don't have. I mean, there's, you know, we've got a guy that's recently come back, uh, brother Steve, um, Tally has come back a few times and he has got a wealth of knowledge. Um, yeah. And we did the practice last week. Uh, for I was surprised. I, I never met he, him and I saw him sit, sitting in the, in the east, and I'm like, wow. And then, and then I, then I kind of eavesdropping because I was calling in and doing the lesson stuff. But uh, and it came right back to him. It was, I mean, it took a little bit of that great. You know, getting back on the bicycle kind of thing. And but he he came, you know, like you said, he was the worshipful master, and he went through everything. And if if there was a mess up, you know, somebody was there to correct, and and we just went on about it. But um, it was very good having him back. That's actually the man that gave me my third degree. Isn't that uh, full circle? Yeah. How about that? Um, so I, it was definitely good to see him back. And there's some, uh, you know, of course, and I, we haven't mentioned it yet. We've lost, uh, brother Hubert that we've talked about, I mm. believe before on the yeah. show. Um, we Maybe lost him. Battle. I mean, just yes. one, one, of, one, of, one of our solid members. Yes. Uh, and as district lecture. Yeah. Past, uh, Grand, grand Junior Ward, grand, no, not Junior Ward, Grand Junior Deacon, Deacon. if I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, all kind of stuff. I mean, he was uh, just a good Mason, a good man, um, very good brother, and as smart as you can get for, for Alabama Masonry. And we hated to lose him. Uh, another one that we just lost, I, you weren't in Lodge because of the, the Tyler thing, but uh, uh, Brother Leon, Leon Rich uh, has passed away. His I, I'm Forgot I remember about seeing that. him on the, was on, today. The, on the WhatsApp feed. Yeah, um, he's passed away. Uh, a lot of these older guys are are dying off, and like we've said before, who's going to carry this on? Uh, so it doesn't matter if you're 21 and fresh in the lodge, or 100 years old. We, 
you know, we need you. Um, there's one thing. I, there's one thing for sure that, uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to mention Brother Hubert again. When uh, when we see members or brothers that aren't coming to lodge, and then when you would be at lodge and you see Brother Hubert coming up those stairs, you know cane in his hand mm. couldn't hardly get up and down the stairs but he's still giving his all to masonry and that's yeah. what it's all about and uh i want to get back to that first point we said it's not about dues generation right but <laughs> get back to the money issue in order for our lodges to operate okay we have power bills we have water bills we have uh, we got water expenses thousands. for paper we got we've got all these things we have scholarships we have charities that we did donate to so even though the the purpose of this shepherding program is not to go out and generate dues our lodges still have Right. You, you still see, need the dues. You the still need the dues and right. you still need the revenue to operate. Yeah. So without these things, you know, where are we going to be in 10, 15 years? Right. And it, it goes back. It's not just Master Masons either. This this program is for anybody. The entered apprentices that yeah. have come in mm-hmm. and have not continued on the the people that have gone through and gotten their fellow craft degree, it's, it's for anybody. It's for anybody. lodge members. And that's, that's one thing I, I've always kind of pushed that. I mean, once you're an entered apprentice, this is your lodge. You may not have voting rights. You may not be able to, you know, get in with the business and stuff like that, but you're still a member of this lodge and attend when you can. Uh, I know that's been one thing that's kind of hurt us a little bit is having those entered apprentices that have fallen off and, for whatever reason they come in and I guess they just aren't interested or whatever. They just don't continue on. So, yeah. And, and you know, uh, down there, down, down at Coosa Valley, uh, 643, a no, lot of time. 929. I'm all messed up on my numbers. Yeah, 643 Ben M. Jacobs. We've been out of this uh, yeah. podcast thing for too long. 929. I said, I, I'll, I'll correct that problem from earlier. So, uh, Coosa Valley 929. A lot of times, like during business meetings, uh, during, you know, uh, during, during uh, work and stuff like this, I'll hear uh, men's names mentioned from the community, people that I knew, people right. that I grew up with, baseball coaches, uh, hairstylists, yeah. all these things. And I'll say, I'll hear their name and I'm like, Holly, you know, I've never sat in lunch with that guy. He's a Mason. You know, mm-hmm. I know, I know him to be a Mason because I hear his, their names here and there. But I'm like, you know, I've never sat in lunch with these guys. Still active, still paying dues, and if, but not active in a coming to lodge right. uh, manner. So, you know, those, we, we call those people card toters. <laughs> card toters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That sounds like a dirty name, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, rhino, Mason in name only. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a, I've, I've never like heard a rhino that. Republican in yeah. name only. We got yeah. Mason in name only. Yeah, but not. We're we're just joking on that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, they're still our brothers. Yeah, and, and we're not going to talk bad about them. For and, and hey, the, ob- the obligation is the obligation. You right. know, we 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 we're charged to live a certain way, to have certain morals, to to have certain standards that we live by. And you know, regardless of whether you're in lodge or not, if you're still treating your brother, if you're still treating mankind with those. Uh, with with, with the, the working tools, yeah. Then then you know you you know you hear I'm Mason at heart, you know right Mason at heart, and uh, so 
We just need Masons and Lodge. Right. And and that's what this program is all about. I mean, like I said, I haven't looked through it a whole lot. Uh, I've, I've scanned through it and read everything. Um, and it seems like a good a good deal. You know, it's got uh, talking about how, you know, if you are one of the shepherds, how you should treat brothers when they're coming back in and things like that. And, you know, you don't want anybody feeling left out or anything. But, like that. but as a Mason, we should treat the, we should all be the shepherds. Yeah, as Masons, yeah. we should all be the shepherds without right. this program. Tell I'm just poor to brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, we see a, okay. And it's, it's on down the point, but when we see, uh, uh, a car pull up and we don't recognize it or we see a gentleman coming into the lodge, it should Welcome. be our first thing to meet them and fellowship with Properly greet them. Shake Absolutely. his hand like a man. Welcome him in. Offer him some food or uh, whatever, you know, a drink, whatever you can offer him, you know, without injury to yourself, without hurting yourself. And and so, and you kind of touched on this earlier that, uh, so this program is not just for Master Masons. This is for uh, somebody that has came in and taken the, the interdependence obligation. Right. Okay. Uh, they took it. They were kind of, uh, high, you know, I'm not so sold on it, you know, just like you said you did, right. you know, yeah. you kind of slipped to the wayside for a while and then you got interested again and you came back in and look right. at where you're at now. Exactly. So there's steps for each one of these things, uh, that, you know, that you go through. So, you know, I think, you know, we had to go and follow all the Grand Lodge uh, protocols, protocols, right? yeah. the uh, all the Grand Lodge bylaws and edicts for as sure. far as the... Uh, and then you have work. to, you know, apply for like readmission Re type yeah. thing. And so once we've done that, okay, if we can go out and reach these brothers, right? If we can. So they're out there. They're in our communities. We, you say we've got 90 at least at Daniel Jacob like 643, yeah. and we have seven to 12 members coming. Right. Okay. So there's 70, 75 men floating around in our community. Yeah. That are, that are probably free on a Thursday night. That are probably uh, most likely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, we've gotten to a place with our social media and TVs and all this entertainment that, you know, maybe Lodge isn't as entertaining as it used to be. I don't know. Yeah. But for me, I've been at home for a week now on this foot. Right. And I've run out of the good time on TV. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm through with my programs. I'm, you know, the Netflix, I've, watched enough, I've watched enough survival stuff in Alaska. I've watched enough stuff on, uh, on masonry and uh you know for me this is just for me uh you would think that some of these older gentlemen and it's not just older gentlemen it's a lot of younger guys that have come in came in and taken an obligation they just don't come back that some of these guys would want to get plugged back in especially with the state of the nation right. i'm not going to get into politics anymore, right but yeah. you know where i'm going with that especially yeah. with where morals are mm -hmm. well, just country, say, there's a there's a lot of evil out there there's a lot of and evil and one thing i love about masonry is it's, it's not combating evil it's like it teaches us it's to, a light right it it's a light in a to, world so full of darkness what do you need light light, light in masonry mm -hmm. yep uh, and, and going back to this too, you know, you mentioned getting the brothers back in. I, I kind of flipped through some of the pages and, um, and just looking at it, you know, the qualifications to, to be a shepherding committee member, 
and I'm going to read these off right here. Brothers must be committed to helping with growing and uh, retaining membership. Committee members must be able to devote time, energy, and prayer to the program. Can't forget the prayer. That's probably the most important mm -hmm. part of that. That is the most important uh, part. And then uh, the third point is we need to, oh, excuse me, we need to enjoy introducing new members in, into the fraternity and reintroducing past members. And that's, you know, where I going back to the, you know, I forgot everything. I forgot how to do this. I forgot how to do this. I don't remember the word. That's what we're there for is to reintroduce you. I mean, I'm not saying that as, you know, somebody that hadn't forgotten work, you know, any of that. I, I want to reintroduce you to the lodge. I oh, want you to come back in. Absolutely. I want you to be my brother like we're supposed to be. I think all three of these points that you mentioned should be things that all Masons do, right. regardless of if you're on if the you're shepherding committee member right. or not. You know, we need to be committed to helping and growing and retaining membership in right. order for our lives to continue to function. Yeah. Uh, we may we need to devote time, energy, and prayer to uh, reaching out to our brethren that aren't coming to life. Right. Uh, and now, we need to introduce new members to our fraternity and right. reintroduce past members. That's a which we've been. I think we've done a good job of that at, at Ben M. Jacobs. Uh, we've you know we've got uh, a fellow craft that's working on his um, lesson for his to to be able to get his third degree. We have an inter apprentice working have, on fellow craft. Uh, yep, we have an inter apprentice working on his uh, uh, lesson, and we've actually got a guy that just put in a petition last Turn night. So, um. I mean, we're we're doing good on bringing new members in. Um, it's getting the old Somewhat. ones back. I Somewhat. think that, yeah. Somewhat. I, yeah, if we can just get them all can through. Be done. More can be done. Right, yeah. And that's not just, you know, I know you're teaching uh, Brother Ron his his EA lesson. And and that shouldn't be solely on you. I mean, we should all be willing to help if need be. Well, and, and, I, and I, me and Ryan have talked about this. You know, I've told him, I said, hey, you, you show up at a meeting and I'm not there. You grab Zach, you grab Brother Jay, you grab somebody, Steve, yeah. and get to working on that lesson. You know, right. that's, you know, that's what, to me, why everybody should learn those lessons. I mean, I know you have to learn them to advance to the next degree, but to be able to learn them to help somebody else learn them, that's where, shoot, that's what masonry is. That's right. I mean, we're, we're all willing to help. Um, and that's what I've, I've told several people, you know, yes, I'm working on my Grand Lodge certificate and I know a lot of stuff throughout the degrees, throughout opening and closing lodge through the the lessons, everything. And there's a lot that I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to sound big headed by saying all that, but you know, I'm more than willing to help anybody that's willing to ask for the help. This right here, all members, number point number three on the general guideline for the shepherding program. All members who participate in the program are valued and appreciated for their contributions. But we recognize that like everything in masonry, it's always a group effort. And that Amen. goes back to what you're talking yeah. about on these lessons and stuff. Uh, when I was learning my lessons, I burned the ear off of so many people. <laughs> and uh, uh, God, uh, the guy from Lionel, last name is White, mm -hmm. Michael White. Mm -hmm. Bless his heart. I know he got tired of seeing me coming. Yeah. You know, every meeting I went to, every little conference or uh, the school of instruction that I went to, and I saw him, I'd grab him and pull him to the side. Yeah. Like, hey, I need a few minutes with you. Yeah. And he's not the guy that taught me my lessons, but he had he was very crucial in me learning my lessons correctly. Right. And that's, you know, everybody has a different way of learning things. I know we've talked about it before. There may be something that you may be having trouble teaching to, to Brother Ron that, 
and, and we're not talking about the brother Ron that, that presented this uh, shepherding. It's a, a different Ron, just so everybody knows that. That's right. Um, no, Lord, I'm not teaching Ron so <laughs> Uh But there is, you know, there's stuff that you may have trouble teaching him that I may have a way of pushing off to him where he can remember that. Um, same vice versa. There may be something that I just, I give it to him and he's like, well, I don't understand that. And you come in and say, oh, well, hey, here's a way to remember that. Here's a way to think about that or whatever. Um, so, I mean, like you said, it is, it's a group effort. Definitely. And, and leading into that. Okay. All brothers need to be present at as many meetings as possible. I mean, that's what we're obligated. That's to what do. we're talking about right here. It's a group effort. Okay. Yeah. We as a group can do more than what I can Same do alone person. or what you and I can do together. But we as a group coming right. together, you know, it's just like, okay, you, you, I know you've watched some of these videos of the Amish community where they build barns. Right. They'll come in in a day and do they, what it'd take one or two guys forever to do. They'll be yeah. done with it. So it's a community thing. Yeah. And, and that's definitely, I mean, to me, through masonry, not just through masonry, but in life in general, you know, I am my brother's keeper. So how, how do you feel about that that statement? Brothers need to be present at as many meet, meetings as possible. Now, earlier in the show, or maybe before, we talked about mandatory attendance. Yeah, we've talked about that before. And I, you know, I'm, 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 I straddle the fence on this one because in a way I see it as, yes, it is a voluntary organization. We, we signed up to come into this. We paid the dues to come in here and be, be Freemasons. So in a way, I don't think you could hold somebody down to be a mandatory. I know there are some lodges out there that have uh, mandatory, uh, you know, a lot of these observant lodges and things like that. Have, Revival lodge. Yeah. Have a mandatory. And hey, hey, they're, they're, too. their numbers are, just off the charts as right. far as participation and members showing up to meetings. Uh, but at the there same is time, I know as that, many meetings as possible. Right. That, and, there's and a, that's, okay. So it's like, there's a difference in that. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, too, I'm a, I'm a church goer, you know, I love my church and, and everything uh, because of my foot. I miss Wednesday night. Right. You know, I feel bad about that, you know, and I think, that same type of mentality should be applied to our lodges. Uh, I'm not in any way having our lodges replace our church life or anything like that. But I still think that as Masons and our obligations that we took and our duties to our brother, our community and all these things that we do need to be present. Right. Okay. Yes, I, I, I can agree. send you, I can send you a hundred bucks a year. all from now on to the end of the right. and die and uh and have a Masonic burial. Right. Right. Yeah. But what is my Masonic le legacy? Exactly. I mean what you have went I done in there, within you took the your obligations and then you went out and and basically lived the same way you're living now. Like, you know, when I was uh before I got saved to church, you know, that was me. I mean I I always went around saying, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, but I didn't live by those values. That's right. It's the same thing. I mean, you go in and you take that obligation. When I took my obligation, I wasn't just doing it for myself. I was doing it for the lodge. I was promising my obligation in front of God. I mean, and to break an obligation like that, which I mean, I, I'm not perfect. I definitely 
was not a good Mason for a lot of years. I mean, I, I just went in, I attended meetings. I was, I was active coming to lodge, didn't learn anything. But as soon as I walked out the doors, I was drinking. I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. I got up to three packs of cigarettes a day and uh, cussing and just hey, was thank, not a good thank, person. Thank goodness I became a Mason later in life. That's all I'm going to leave it right there, you know. Uh, now, and, and going back, I, before I forget, I had to look it up, but uh, we were talking about the Observant Lodges and uh, Revival Lodge, number 935, that's based out of Birmingham. They are an Observant Lodge. Uh, they are actually getting constituted, and I, me personally, and I'm sure you're the same way, would like to send them a huge congratulations for this, uh, but they had to put off the uh, constitution uh, for a little while due to bad weather, bad weather yeah. but they are getting constituted uh, Saturday, March 2nd. It'll start at 11 a.m. Plan on being at that, yeah. Uh, and and I, I hope I can be there. I, I love a lot of those guys that are in there. Um, but uh, and I, I'm gonna read off real quick. It, it, this is kind of an intermission, I guess. Little little uh, commercial break, I guess you could say for these guys. But um, I'm gonna read uh, just what they've got, what to expect on their Facebook page. Uh, it is a, a rare event and occasion. Um, consider joining us for the Constitution of Alabama's newest lodge revival number nine thirty five. They will have lunch first. Uh, it says please check back confirm the time. They are working through some logistic details um, and the constitution will follow. They do want you to RSVP so they can have a head count and attire. It, it is an open constitution. So uh, families are welcome, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it will be uh, for men, a tuxedo. Uh, it, it's a black tie event, uh, either a tuxedo with a black tie or a dark colored suit with a dark tie. And for the ladies, they just put Sunday church. So I'm assuming whatever you know you would wear to a, a big church event or something like that maybe a dress or something like that but anyway uh like i said we want to congratulate those guys because that's awesome and this is like they said it's a rare event um i don't i know they said it hey, now, you, you see what you would wear to church and she'd been to a lot of churches yeah that's, that's why some, some of the stuff that people are wearing in churches yeah, these days, yeah. man that gives a lot of leeway to, to yeah. do whatever yeah. I mean, and that's why I, I i corrected it i said uh, a big church event so yeah which even that i mean i know if it will be done we would love for uh for our lodge and any lodge that, that that we're involved with to go back to the to the proper dress. I like that. You know, and I, it's not just I love wearing a suit. Uh, not a lot of guys say that anymore, but I love dressing up in a suit. Uh you and I both we do three piece suits a lot of times and and I like looking, you know, it makes me feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. I I like to dress up. I mean my my casual I mean my um my work outfit is normally Button down and some nice slides. How many times have you ever heard of, hey, Zach, you sure look terrible in that movie? <laughs> well, I don't think I ever have. Yeah, ever. that's what I'm saying. Everybody always uh, gives you uh, props. Everybody yeah. always lifts you up. Like, hey, well, man, that, you're sure looking sharp today. You should wear a suit you, more often. That or you get the, why are you so dressed up? Are you We're going to that, a funeral? Yeah. So, so every so often, Zach and I will show up at Lodge dressed in our suits, and yeah. everybody's like, oh, where are you going to a funeral? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look like you're going to preach today. Eventually, we yeah. are going to the funeral, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And I want to be buried in that three piece. Suit. That's right. But anyway, we do. We we want to congratulate them. Um, I, I don't know the officers right off. I could probably look it up, and I'm not going to right now. But to all the officers, worshipful master, Tony Horton, worshipful master. Okay. Well, congratulations to all of y'all that are listening. Um, and and 
eventually I'm going to come visit. Uh, I know brother Ben's been a couple of times and he's yeah. trying to get me to come too, but I, we do congratulate y'all. That is awesome. And it, it's going to be a big event. I, I'm, I'm happy for those guys. I They've done a great yeah. job. Um, it's always a good thing when we get a new lodge. Yes, it is. And I, I, we might have to get brother Tony on here one day and talk about actual observant lodges. You know, I've read observing the craft. Um, it's, it's a book about observant masonry and it's good stuff. But anyway, that's, Enough of that. that. That's Hammer's book. Yep, Andrew Hammer, brother okay. Andrew Hammer. I um, met him at one of the meetings, and uh, I need to get back over there. Uh, I think I went to two or three of those meetings, and uh, man, I, I just really loved it. Uh, miss it, but you know, back to the pokers and the fires, and what we have time to do, as opposed to family life and business and church and everything else, children. So it's just right. you know, it becomes a balancing act. Yeah. Uh, so well, let's get back to this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what What about this right here? Shepherds and, and should greet each brother coming to the meeting. Well, that how can many, be done anyway? How many? That, uh, that's what I'm saying. These things. These are things that we all need to do as masons. Uh, when's the last time that we had a lodge to where you didn't speak to a member that was there? Don't you always try to talk to everybody? At least say, I don't think that's ever happened. I try to, yeah. Whether you want to talk to me or not, I'm going to say hello. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to get up in your face for just a minute and uh, shake your hand and all that stuff. I'm going to start being the uh, the lodge Walmart greeter if somebody comes in. Welcome to lodge. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to lodge. <laughs> get your crap and get out. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we all, and, and that's just being a good Mason again. I mean, greeting your brother, um, welcome. And I would go even further and say welcome them in don't just say hey how's it going it's good to see you welcome them in you know make them feel make, like they're wanted they're that needed. exactly right. make everybody feel at home okay what about assist brethren from their vehicles to lodge is needed okay this is that goes back to the elderly kind of that, somebody that's maybe, in your condition maybe not just, not just that but just uh even the younger guys, if you're standing around, you see somebody drive up and they get out of their vehicle looking like scratching their head or whatever, you know, walk over, introduce yourself right. to them. Uh, if you got, you yep. know, stuff you're bringing in. You're not saying you got to help, you got to get them up on their arm and help them get yeah. into the lodge, but it's Pick just back. to Pick break, yeah, kind of break the ice, you know, because, yeah. and I've done this too, uh, to where uh, I have visited lodges. And not knowing a soul there. And it's, you know, it's kind of awkward. Yeah. It's just like going into a new church or something, you know, nobody really knows you. Yeah. And uh, you look you for know, the person that looks at you, you starts walking yeah, to them and you and, shake and their And you remember those people too. Right. And yes. then some of your brothers. And when you go places and you see those guys, you're like, ah, here's that guy, yeah. you know, when I was a newbie and uh, just felt I always like, remember them. Yeah. I always remember those guys. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I've, there's been a lot of times I've been to lodges and stuff, especially, you know, you go to a lot of these. A lot of our guys don't like to travel as much. Uh, you know, I'll go to a degree or something like that or a conference, and you walk in and you find that one person that you remember and go, hey, I remember you. I'm going to go stand by you and talk to you for a minute until somebody else uh, either looks my way where I can go introduce myself or whatever. Now, I've always been shy and that, that was hard for me for a little while, walking up to people and introducing myself, but uh, getting more and more into this, into masonry and everything, I've become, it sounds kind of weird, but a You've social butterfly a, almost. Yeah, intro to extro. Yeah, extrovert. Intro, <laughs> introvert to extrovert. 
And I think Masonry's done a lot with that too. I mean, especially getting up in yes. front of people and talking and mm -hmm. doing. I uh, still get nervous doing yeah, it. And, and yeah. hey, I, I can, I can, I know, I'll know exactly what to say until I get up in front of a room of people and, and get start ready saying to do it. it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you do a lot better with that than I do. I'm trying to do a lot better, but and I, you know everybody always says picture everybody in their underwear. I'm not doing that at large. That's just oh weird. no, that's <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. All right, so the next one, what was it? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, going back to that, yeah, I agree. Uh, assist a brother, uh, from younger and elderly, yes. anybody, anybody we see coming up, right? And and one of the big things that I've I've seen a lot of lately, you know, if I come in, I'm our junior warden. I, I'm the one that usually brings our food and stuff. Everybody's waiting on Zach. Yeah, and I'm always late too. I, but uh, anyway, you know, I get there, and a lot of times, if somebody is out there, or even you know, walking in the door or whatever. It's even as little as somebody opening the door for you and say, hey, hey, let me get that, brother. Let me let me get that door so you don't have to put something down. Or let me grab that, uh, you know, case of Cokes or whatever and, and carry that up there for you. You know, it's it's the little things. I mean, just it's it goes back to welcoming you. You're feeling, you feel welcomed. You feel like you're supposed to be there almost. So um, I, I can agree with that 100%. Look at number eight. Try to foster an environment of acceptance and understanding for all. Yeah, it goes back to the that same thing. That almost sounds like some of the woke stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're getting political here. Yeah. But th th these are things on the square, right? That's, yeah, I, I mean. Think this, uh, it, from a Masonic standpoint, right. not from a worldly standpoint. You know, and, and I, I I go back to the, the elderly, um, because we do have a lot of elderly guys. We want to be understanding of their conditions. We have a lot of elderly guys, but these guys are... Yeah, you know, oh, they're, they're falling they're, to the wayside. I mean, we're we're losing them they to are. death uh, from health reasons, not being able to come to line. So, but and I, it go, you know, going back to that's a lot of the excuses. I don't remember this. I don't remember that. That's where we've got to bring in that environment of acceptance and understanding. I mean, do you remember when uh, Steve was worshipful and what we do in the Masonic baseball? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and some of the, some the, the, forget his to, name to but, explain. We would go back and forth. We would have uh, lines sitting on either side of the lodge, and west and south, we would, whatever. We would start going back and forth with the lessons, and one person would ask a question, the next would answer it, the next would answer the next question, or ask the next question, the next would, and it would go back and forth. And we called it the uh, Masonic baseball. Masonic baseball. And it really helped, I think, a lot of us learn no, our lessons. I saw a lot of the, the, the older gentlemen, which, yeah. you know, Brother Bill, obviously, he knows the lessons and everything. But some of those guys, I, they were, it was funny. There was one of the one of the gentlemen, and he would always just about be sleeping. Yeah. And they'd wake him up, and he'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah. But he would always seem be to right come, back, come back to That's, it or whatever. Yeah. And um, how, how, do we re how do we remember our lessons? Repetition. Repetition, yeah. Repetitions put them into action, right? Right. Uh, and, and, you know, and that may be what they need, you know, somebody that's coming back in that doesn't remember a lot of the, you know, how to open and close and how to do this or that, how to stand or whatever, where to go, um, getting into that understanding, acceptance, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's, that's what we've got to do is it, when somebody comes back in, do it and do it and do it and do it till they can remember it. And then it's almost like riding a bicycle. I feel like, you know, you, you remember it eventually. <laughs> remember the question I asked you earlier on the lesson. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes we have to go back and brush up on these things because it's easy to, you know, it, it is easy to lose it. We want the work to be perfect, as perfect as possible. And, uh, you know, it doesn't take but just 
one cycle of putting a wrong word or a wrong action in to where we just pick that up. And next thing we know, we're teaching somebody. And I ran into that and teaching right. uh, brother Ron his lessons. And, uh, that's why I had to ask you that question. Right. And, uh, that gets me back squared away, squared. Yeah. I love that word squared. And, uh, and, and able to uh, teach him correctly. Right. On down, on down here, what about... Uh, I was just looking at this. Well, number nine on the, uh, the, the guidelines, be aware of your lodges, bylaws, and edicts as they apply to the individual member situation. And that, you know, I was sitting there trying to think about it. And, you know, the only thing I can really think of that that would, you know, if they've been gone for a while or something like that, you know, they may have to pay dues to get back in they may have to be voted on to uh, be able to come back into the lodge and if that happens you have to let the grand lodge know and all this other stuff that's what happened with me you and, know, and, and there's all there's all vote. types of uh forms and stuff that are that are included in this in this pamphlet right that and i know like a lot of the we've got the petitions for reinstatement and all that kind of stuff we've got those and our secretary handles all that but um, a lot of it is a vote a lot of it is uh, getting current on dues and things like that. You don't have to go back through the degrees or anything, but you know, you'll have to come back and, and pay up on your dues. I think, uh, I know here, uh, one year, if you're one year behind on dues, you're good. If you go two years, that's when you go suspended. Right. Um, so when I went suspended, I had to pay the two years that I was suspended and the current year to get caught back up. And that can and get pricey. It, it, it can. Uh, now, with our lodge, I mean, our dues are thirty dollars a year. So, in you're other words, don't ever go. Uh, don't ever go. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inactive, right? If and you're a mem member of one of multiple, yeah. you know, or, or revival lodge, yeah. you're having to play three hundred and sixty-five dollars a year. In fact, yeah, current year, boy, you better have some deep pockets. But now, and going back to them, I mean, their their attendance is mandatory. So, I wonder. You know, and it may be in their bylaws, but what happens if you don't attend? You have, I think, I, no, 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 no. I think you have, you have to, uh, if you don't attend, I think you have to contact the worshipful master. Okay. Or, maybe, or maybe it's the senior ward. I think it's the worshipful master. Yeah. Or maybe it's the senior, I'm not sure. But um, I'm sure they've got all that in their bylaws. But that being said, I mean, we're not, we're not trying to be Nazis or anything here, but, you know, there's certainly the right you, way to you do want, You want to be a Mason. You're going to come in and take the obligation. You know, we want to wear all the regalia and car tags mm -hmm. and all this stuff. You know, we need to be present. All right. I, I mean, agree. I mean, be like I said before, it's a voluntary thing. I mean, if you're paying money to get in this, why would you not do right. it? Why would you yeah. not come in? It's like it? that gym membership, you know? Yeah. You know? New year, new me. <laughs> new year. Yeah. We've been paying a gym membership for two years now, and I've been 10 times to the gym. Right. Um, And that's, you know... I, I don't, I don't like to say car toter, but that is, I mean, you're doing it for the name of it. Car I mean, toter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if anything. We'll if, make some shirts up to say that. Car toter. And we're going to send them out to everybody that doesn't come to lunch. Yeah. Okay. But right, skipping down a little bit. Encourage regular attending members to reach out to brothers they know who haven't been attending live regularly. I've been trying that to do should this. happen anyway. I've been trying to do this lately. And, 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 and I goes, if you go on and look ahead in this thing, one of our biggest tools is the telephone. Right. Okay. And I've actually talked to, uh, and, and brought it up in lodge about sending, uh, sending out letters and stuff like that. Just say, Hey, we miss you. Come back, hang out with us. Uh, we've all, I've also brought up doing maybe a past master's night or, 
a night just for for the brethren to get together and um hang out do something you know maybe go out to eat or uh something maybe a bowling night i don't know Man, um, that'd be nice yeah <laughs> hey what about that mason box we need a box remember the film the, bo- the boxing match yes. yeah the boxing for charity that it was that would be a good way uh, to get some charity going i mean I was going to say, I don't know if I'm ready for all the legalities of that. That'd, oh, be, that'd be rough. But So, I, I, you know, when a bro, okay, brothers, okay, let's talk about brothers. Okay. If somebody's truly your brother, right? Okay. You're my brother. Uh, if I ski up lodge Thursday night. Okay. I'm going to call you and make sure you're all right. What's going to happen? <laughs> I know I'm going to get a text. I missed you a lot. Mm-hmm. I, what's up? Everything okay? Yeah. So if these people are truly our brothers, and they are, yeah, it is our duty, it's our responsibility to reach out to these men. Right. Okay. We keep talking about generating membership into our into our organization, into uh, our institution. But we've got but a lot of them there. What about our members that are there? You know? Right. What about and, members that, you know, 90 members strong? Can you imagine if we yeah. get 25 of those guys to show up for lives oh, on Thursday night and have that awesome. room full? Wouldn't that be awesome? It'd be a lot of money on me buying all that food, though. Better get a lot of chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I agree. I mean, if it, we've talked a lot about generating membership, about new membership, and about uh, bringing new people in and everything. But yeah, I agree. We need to look a lot more at the present membership within our ranks. Yes. Where are we at? And, and maybe determine why somebody hasn't come around. I mean, like I said before, there may be some out there that are, you know, I don't remember this. I don't remember that. We can fix that. That's not a problem. But if somebody got mad, uh, something happened and they got angry at somebody and, and there's a grudge there more than likely one, that person's probably not even still coming to lodge regularly. Um, two, you know, we're grown folks. We're grown men. We can get over this. Even if we have to go out in the parking lot and have a knockdown drag out. For boxing a few max. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. There's our boxing yeah, match. We got, we got to get some gloves, man. We get, get a couple sets of gloves and yeah. by the door. Heck yeah. So, <laughs> and, and I ran into this with uh, one of my brothers from, uh, from, Houston Valley 929. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he stopped coming to Lodge. And uh, I won't mention any names or the situation or anything, but, you know, he kind of got rubbed the wrong way and he just stopped coming to Lodge. It and, happens. I get and, that. You know, and I, I'm like, hey, where are you at, man? Why aren't you coming to Lodge and everything? And it's like, you know, since, since, uh, since I hadn't come to Lodge, you know how many people have actually contacted me? You know, mm-hmm. you're one of three, you know, well, that's three. Hey, man, that's three people that reached out to you. Yeah. What's your excuse, right? Yeah. So, but I think as a whole, okay, it needs to be more than one or two people right. reaching out to the brethren. We need to be calling and checking, not just for the purpose of having them in lives, but to see how they're doing. Right. Make sure they're you okay. okay Health-wise, financially. I mean, what's going on with you? And, you know? and that's, you know, a lot of these guys, uh, Brother Leon, that just passed away, you know, we wouldn't have known he had even passed away if, I believe it was his son contacted somebody from the lodge and it was brought up to the lodge. And well, I haven't seen that man in uh, 10 years or better, easily. And, uh, you know, it just, it came as a shock to me. I didn't, I, I mean, I knew he was older and he kind of had some health problems going on and everything, but I would have never known had, had it not been brought up to the lodge. So, you know, yeah, you're right. You know, we need to be reaching out and, you know, at least checking on them 
uh, and trying to get them to come back. I mean, that would be a, a huge, huge plus, not just for the lodge, but for each individual Mason that's there. You know, you're getting to know all these guys that have carried masonry to the point where you came in kind of thing. And, and we talk a lot about who's going to carry it on. They're the ones that brought it to us. So we definitely need to be reaching out more than we, we do. And, and I agree, it shouldn't just be three people, you know, as a lodge, we should be reaching out to these folks, uh, going to see them, checking on them. Widows. Uh, one of our big things is widows. Mm -hmm. We need to be checking on our widows more often. Um, that kids that have died you know that's uh, there again that's that's part of our uh our promise that we have made as as masons is to to look out for the brothers and their families so life's tough it is it's full of hills and valleys and uh you know sometimes we need to be there to to lift a brother up when he's in that valley right. what what is the meaning of being a brother Okay, I'm I think that's trick question. Look up on my phone. What is the meaning of being a brother? Oh, uh, I, I would say um, you talking about like as a verb or as a a male? male who has the same parents as another or one parent in common with another. Okay, so you're a brother. So from, you're, you're, you're my brother from another mother. Exactly. Right? We're we're or, brothers bonded by right here. One related to another by common ties or interest, and that's what I, was, I was about to answer that. I was going to say we're we're brothers that have a common tie. Uh, we're common we're bonded bond. in morality. We're bonded squares. In, yeah, in squares. <laughs> Such a square. L seven weenie. You remember L seven lot here at L seven weenie. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Uh, and and I was looking at this uh, the last guideline. Believe it, yeah, the last guideline that's on here, number eleven. At the conclusion of the Master Mason degree, encourage the Worshipful Master to have the new Master Mason be greeted by the Lodge at the altar by all the brethren. I think we do that a lot of times anyway. Uh, we tell them, you know, welcome, you know, welcome them in as a Master Mason and all that. And that, that that's a good thing to do. I mean, make them feel welcome again. But uh, what do you have wrote down? It should be announced by the Senior Deacon. That he is now a Master Mason? No, no, or, no, 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 no. Or, or just visiting brethren in general. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. If, um, if, yeah, if, 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 yeah, and we do that. We do that at Ben M. Jacobs a lot. Is uh, you know, if, if somebody hasn't been to Lodge in a while, you know, yeah, have have them announced. Announced, say, hey, welcome back. And we do do that a lot of times at the end of Lodge. We have what's called the Good of the Order. And it's basically we go around the room and we we basically say, hey, it's good to be here. I've missed you guys. You know, the food was good. I got a question. Good. I got a question. What point? In the meeting, because you know all the uh, you know all the grand lodge stuff. Put you on the spot here. But at what point in the meeting should the senior deacon announce the you? Is that when he's given his charge, or when when should the senior deacon actually do that? Now, visiting brethren. If if you're talking about visiting brethren, um. I don't know if there's actually an adopted way to do it. Um, Should it be during good of the order? Or the, way, it... the way I would say do it, and this is just coming from, I, I love like pomp, circumstance, all that kind of stuff. Um, and the, the flashiness of everything. You know, if you've got, especially Grand Lodge visitors, stuff like that. I would say when you open the lodge, the first thing you should do is and introduce, now... introduce your, your, um, your dignitaries, your visiting members, things like that. Um, and then again at the end, probably. Right. And now there's actually, especially with Grand Lodge members, there's actually a way to introduce them. There is an adopted way. 
uh, you're supposed to have arches made and and they get brought in by certain people and things like that and and they're brought to the altar and and kind of lined up i guess you could say and and each one individually introduced and but the um major dignitaries like that are the ones that really need the introductions visiting brethren yeah um they do need to be introduced i mean that's part of the senior deacon's job is to introduce uh, and accommodate visiting brethren so and i don't know that we do that per se at uh 929 but maybe that's something we need to look at but, and it's something that uh, we, but we do always acknowledge something. we do always acknowledge the visiting right. brethren a lot of times that's that. done in the good of the order though too. right and that's you know that's I'm what little... that was what my question was is there a set apart time during the meeting for that or if it's just done in the good of the order and my is official that answer i would say no <laughs> okay I, I would say leave it up to the worshipful master right. have him let the senior deacon or whoever's going to do all that uh no when you just say brother senior deacon would you introduced our guest yeah, yeah. Awesome. um and now a lot of the times i've i've noticed a lot of times opening lodge when you actually get the lodge open um the worshipful master will immediately go you know uh grandmaster so-and-so welcome it's good to have you here uh grand senior warden it's good to have you here um and they'll they'll just introduce them themselves now that is like i said it is the senior deacon's job uh the marshals involved in it um I, I don't even remember who else i think the stewards are involved there's several people that are involved in all that but um now and i bet you didn't know this um when when you do have, like, say, the Grand Master's there, when the uh, Worshipful Master, he should, I say should, he could invite the Grand Master to sit beside him up there on the uh, Worshipful Master station. So uh, he is treated basically as the Worshipful Master. So anything the Worshipful Master, you know, he, he never has to stand anything like that, but he's basically treated as the worshipful master when he's up there. I bet you didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I and, might cut that part out. That was kind of dumb. I didn't know that. But here's a, uh, and I was just thinking about this, and uh, a lot of times when when I'm down at uh, Line Bull, it seems like, uh, or other lodges and stuff, you see a lot of these Grand Line officers just show up to me. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, that guy just drove an hour and a half, two hours to come to this lodge. And you've got a member that's probably within two, three, four miles mm -hmm. sitting they home, can't. sitting at home, yeah. watching uh, Seinfeld, whatever, whatever. <laughs> no, trying to, I'm dating myself. Watch, watching these uh, mysterical or uh, mysterious uh, Freemason movies and things. Just on UFOs, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But, you know, you, you when you see people, especially uh, like I said, the Grand Line officers. If you see uh, these uh, the, the district lecturers, right. you know the the uh, the responsibility that they have in going to these different meetings and everything. It's like when you look at just the actual master mason showing up to lodge, right. it kind of fades in the background when you see what some of these guys are truly doing for masonry. Right, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I've. I, and, and, and something you're doing that that you know, 
A lot of Wednesday night, I want, Wednesday state, night I wanted to go to that school of instruction so bad. I probably I should have, but you know, with my foot and everything, I was able to make it alive last night. Right, right. I hobbled in there. I probably could have made it Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's something that I would like to do personally, and uh, more of it goes to traveling because I generally attend my regular lodge right. meetings on. Uh, at Benham Jacobs in Coosa Valley. Mm-hmm. But in in addition to <laughs> in addition to uh stuff that, that that needs to be done and we've got to get out uh not only in our own lodges but to other lodges. Right. Yeah. We talked about and, and traveling yeah, and things like that. I was gonna say that's something we've mentioned a lot of before is traveling and traveling man. To me, that that's a lot of what Masonry is about, too. I mean, yeah, it's it's about what we've talked about, about being a good brother, about the morals, the ethics, and things like that. But to be able to go basically anywhere in the world and have brothers that are basically under that same umbrella of uh, morality, of ethics, of, of knowledge, I mean... Uh, you know, we get into a lot of that about the light and light of masonry and stuff like that. That's our knowledge. You know, it's, it's amazing just to think about that. Just, you know, literally, I know, and that's, you know, we've, I've talked about it before. I don't know if I've said it on the show. I'm planning on going to Scotland in June and, you know, it's, it's going to be a process, but you know, I'm going to get to be able uh, to go to lodge there across the freaking Atlantic ocean. Yeah. And, and that being said, uh, Hopefully later on this year, maybe June, July, I'm going to be able to go to a lodge in Alaska. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm and be, that's, uh, that's something I, I, I want to I think it's in the town of Soldotna, but I'm not sure. It may be in Kenai, but... but uh, that's that, something I wanted to bring up, too. Talking about all this travel and stuff, you know, uh, for, for those that don't know us... Uh, Brother Ben is actually looking at um, doing, spending some time in Alaska and everything. So if you are in Alaska, um, especially around, he's he's got some some uh, area up in Needlechick. Uh, if you're up around that area, you're a Mason. Give Reach us, out to yeah, us. give us a holler, shoot us an email. I'm sure he'd love to talk to you. And, and I'm, I'm I plan on making contact yeah. with those guys. There's yeah. there's your plural membership. I would have known him. <laughs> Well, that's going to, that will absolutely, yeah. And that'll be a, a third lodge I'll have to add on there. But uh, I look on, uh, you know, this past trip, we didn't get in uh, to uh, to Anchorage until Thursday. But I'm looking at hopefully planning the trip this next time. So I will be there Thursday and I'll I'll make all arrangements and reach out and get in contact with these guys. And I'm I'm sure their Grand Lodge, like we've said before, I'm sure their Grand Lodge has a website and everything you can get on and check out. If if Brother Zach can can fly across the oceans and go to Lodge in Scotland or Ireland, and I can do the same over here in Alaska. Right. We've got some master masons. We've got some fellow craft. We've got some EAs that are sitting within our road. city limits that can get back to lodge. And it's up to us as brothers right. to, to realize. And we don't have to come out and necessary to do that. Hey, come back to lodge. We, no, 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 no. Just, just Nothing welcome made. them. Yeah, we're not going to say, hey, we're going to lodge over in Scotland and Alaska. <laughs> where you have been? Yeah. But, but. Still, the obligation remains. Right. Okay. The obligation. You remember your obligation. I remember my obligation. And I'm sure these brothers remember theirs. But we've got to find a way to reach out to our brethren. Okay. If it's nothing more than a phone call. Right. If it's nothing more than stopping by and 
Knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a give them a ring. Give them a ring. Yeah. You know, and and that's on them. Everybody likes to be checked on and know that they're wanted or needed. Right. And and that's what uh, I mean. This this shepherding program has done a good job of of putting that out there. How you know give you some general guidelines on how to do that. Um, just uh, I mean a good way to start, a good place to start. Uh, and, and we have copies of this. I'm sure brother Ron would be happy to to talk to anybody about it. Um, and, and this, this may be something that at some point we want to bring Ron on and, 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 and go a little more in depth. Yeah. Uh, we could go on. I mean, with all this, yeah, I mean, we it's go on contact make this a three, four hour podcast, but it's this paperwork that we're looking at. I mean, they've got sample calls, sample letters, uh, that you send out. Uh, no excuses. Exactly. That's good. Um, no excuses. I, I like that. Um, but it's got, it's got a lot of good information. And if you'd like to, uh, maybe get a copy of it or anything like that, shoot us an email, uh, imperfect podcast at gmail.com. We'll make that happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, and if you'd like to talk to brother Ron, I'm sure, you know, if we send your name and number and say, I want to talk to Ron about this, I want him to come to my live. Ron Forrest. Ron Forrest. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to come talk to your lodge or, uh, if just some of your brothers want to sit down with him and talk, or if you want to talk to us about it, we'll be happy to, you know, tell you what we know, what we're, we're looking at here or send you just the paperwork, whatever, you know, we'll be more than happy because I know it's not just our lodge that has difficulties. It's our lodge. Um, I know, uh, you know, in some states they're doing great. Uh, other nations, I'm sure they're doing good. But uh, I know here in Alabama, it's it's almost pretty steady decline for the most part, I think. Uh, but the members we have are strong members. Most of them. Most of them. We do have those. We see, we see a lot of strong nations in the state of Alabama. Yeah, we do. Uh, and, and now I, I know... Masonry is different everywhere, and I'm uh, we're we're going off of what we know as Alabama Masons, um, and I know at Grand Lodge they gave the number, and I don't remember it. I have to look it up, but uh, the number of Masons we have, I, I mean, just in a matter of I think it's 18, been ten 000. years, we've dropped as something like that eighteen or nineteen thousand um, state, and that's compared. I don't know what the population of Alabama is, but I'm sure we're in the millions of people. Um, but you know. And, and and masonry is a an old you know it's ancient you know it's an old organization. Where does it fit into a modern world? That's kind of what I was getting at. A lot Where of people fit are, into a modern world are just they don't. How do you be a square in a round world? I like that. I like uh, yeah, that. A lot. Yeah, when you, there's another shirt, man. Yeah, uh, but you know it's something that a lot of people think. Oh well, that's for old guys. That's for. It's, uh, it's that is definitely not not at all. Um, we've got, and I, I think we've got a good young crowd. Masonry is as relevant today as it was three hundred years ago. Oh yeah, very much so. Now, back if then, not more so, it, it needs it. It should be more, it's more relevant today. When you look around at the, uh, the state of politics, and I'm getting into that, you look around at the state of religion, you look around at the state of morals in the country. Right. And masonry should be more relevant. We should have guys flooding our doors. We should. And, and I would and like maybe to, we will at some point in the future. I, I, I want to point out, too, you know, with the uh, Observant Lodge Revival, Revival Lodge, that's, I believe that masonry, and I believe masonry is seeing a little bit of a revival. You know, this young man that came and put in the petition uh, last night, he's a, he's a younger guy. He's younger than I am. I'm 36 years old. He's younger than I am. Um and, and who knows? He may be a great Mason. He may be one of those that comes in and gets his EA, and he's just like, yeah. What are these guys doing? Yeah. Uh, but and who's who's 
who knows? I mean, we'll, we'll see when it happens, but you know, we have to at the same time, make that impression on him when he gets his degree that this is, this is masonry. We respect this. We love this. This is what we want our lives to be and show him that that's what, you know, masonry is all about, not just, you know, a, a social group or anything like that. We are a moral, ethical, um, and ancient group. I mean, that's, that's pretty much my summary, I guess you could say of masonry. Yeah. Uh, we could, we could go on with this program all day, obviously, oh yeah. but, uh, yeah, masonry is to me more relevant in today's times than at ever in the past. And I may be wrong on that, but if there was ever a time in the history of mankind to where we need uh, better morals, right? A, a guide, right? To, to to live your life, it's today. Kids are lost. Yes, adults are lost. Yeah, and, and lost in the screens mostly. Absolutely, and uh, we 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 got to figure out how to do this now. We had talked uh, a few episodes ago about bringing in some of the uh, possibly the uh, the Malay boys. Right, and maybe getting, uh, maybe getting uh, one of the guys from Demolay or uh, even possibly a maybe like rainbow a girl. body type. Yeah, that because uh, if you think about it, uh, uh, most of those guys that, that are in Demolay are going to go on to become uh, Masons. master masons, right. and and that that in a way is our future. So uh, maybe maybe we should. Get try to get some of those guys in and do a podcast on that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, I know uh, we we've got a great DMLA program in Alabama, uh, and I can't wait till my son gets in on it. He's he's six. I think you got to be eight years old, maybe older than that. I'm not I sure. Think I think twelve or thirteen. I'm not sure, but brother uh, brother Brian Altry would be the one to talk to about that. And yeah. if we do uh, in the future, because uh, I know that he and I talked about doing a podcast. If we do do a podcast and uh, We'll be probably interviewing his son, Bam. Yeah. Uh, his daughter's a rainbow girl, too, isn't she? That's right. Yeah. So yes. there, there we go. We'll knock two birds out one stone. Yes. <laughs> and that, that, that'd be, that, that sounds like a good, a, a good, a good direction to go in the future. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I know we've talked about having some folks on from, from York, right? And Scottish, right? You know, these dependent bodies and stuff. And I, I would like to, I, I want to put it out there as an invitation for anybody that is listening. Um, if, if you are a member of, of one of those, especially, uh, here locally, uh, I know some of the guys that listen are a little further off and things, but, uh, if you're local, um, have been in it for a while and might want to be on, uh, with us one day, you know, just share your opinions on masonry. Reach out to us. Yeah, definitely. Shoot us an email or, or if um, we're doing something wrong, did you go and want to come on and, and, yeah. and, and fix, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just let us know. Uh, and, and you know, there's there's a lot of improvements I think we can do on this show. And I think we're kind of finally starting to work some of those kinks out and everything. Mainly, it seems like everything's mainly suiting up and showing up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quit excuses. <laughs> well, and there are no excuses. Uh, so I know that me personally, sometimes life just gets in the way. And that's this podcast kind of is secondary to our masonic obligations right and uh you know it's easy for life just to get in, in the way of lodge yeah but uh and, and that's you know i i think my my main reason for wanting to start this is 
mostly for uh, recruitment in new membership. And, you know, if we do have some guys out there that are listening that maybe haven't been to Lodge, like we said before, you know, maybe to get them kind of get that burden on their heart thinking, you know, well, maybe I need to get back in there and see these guys. It's hard for me to imagine somebody coming into masonry, uh, taking the obligations and, and going through all the degrees and just and not still not having having some type of desire, right. some type of earning deep down, a yearning deep down within to get back to lodge, to right. get back to working on the uh to get back to working on the lessons. Right. And and there again, I to mean be that, plugged in. Yeah. I think that's a lot of and like I said before, I mean, there's so many people that are in the screens now that get distracted by social media and fake news and, and all that stuff. And and even like with the celebrity stuff, you know, I mean, there's just so many distractions out there now. And I feel like being in masonry, I, I focus on that a lot. And that gets a lot of the other crap out. That helps a lot with being able to focus on my life, my kids, my my home life, my, my work life. I mean, church and masonry to me are probably two of the Everything. most important things in my life. Yeah. Uh, next to, I mean, I like to put church in there first. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's my go-to my, my church, which I, I hate to say with all the sickness and stuff, there has been a lot of missing church, but I still try to at least watch on the screen at there again. And go on and the that's not the same. And that's, maybe that's what we need to do. What's that? Start having the, uh, having lodge out there for the brothers on on, on the uh, on social media like all the churches are doing now i'm just joking uh, yeah do a virtual lodge yeah I, virtual. you know and, go into that now and i know we're kind of at the, the end of the show now we're kind of just rambling and and i like to ramble. back and forth and but you know i found out the other day there actually is a virtual lodge mm -hmm. it's out of the grand lodge or well, the one i looked at was the grand lodge of england um and it's more they don't hold meetings or well, they do they hold meetings but they meet once a year and i think it's out of manchester uh in the uk but i think something like that would be cool uh and there's also and i can't remember the name of the lodge now i think it's lunar or something like that but it's actually um the lodge that was constituted by uh and and i'm drawing a blank on the name the uh master mason astronaut that went to the moon us? No, what? I don't Neil? Think it was. Neil Armstrong, that was it. Um, and I don't remember which state it was, but they gave him permission to constitute a lodge on the moon. And they yeah. actually have membership in that lodge now, too. I think that's pretty cool. You know, there's a lot of weird stuff like that. I don't say weird, just um, fascinating. Fascinating. I was I was thinking more like exotic, you know, exotic. stuff like All that. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can get into and things like that. But, um, Anyway, uh, other than that, like I said before, we're uh, we're trying to get back into this. No, the holidays. we're getting back we, into we this. Are. We are. We're trying to get back in the swing of things. That's right. Uh, but anyway. And um, we, we had talked about going from a weekly maybe to a monthly platform. Yeah, and I forgot to mention that. We uh, just do to, you know, I think we could have a longer show. I think we could have a longer episode every month. Uh, and, and if you're listening and want to give us feedback on that, you know, that we'd be happy to listen to any uh, criticism or comments or whatever on that that you may have. But I feel like, and, and this is just my personal opinion, if we did a once a month thing, you know, we could meet several times and mash it all together and have one big episode that's maybe a 
you know, here we're doing maybe an hour episode, maybe have a two to two to three hour episode, but have it cut up into pieces. Right. So maybe post three episodes segments. a month. Um, yeah. Segment, segmented type thing. But um, just let us know. I mean, if you like the weekly thing, we can still try to do that. Um, especially once we start getting some, some folks on here as, as guests and, and things like that. But uh, either way, we'd love to hear from you. Again, that email is imperfectashlerspodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you're local and you know us, feel free to talk to us, call us, whatever. Um, just, we, we want some interaction. We, we just feel like we're sitting here talking to each other, talking into the microphones. And Now, we have had some good feedback from it. Uh, we've had a lot of people asking when we're doing another episode. And uh, I've had a lot of people talk to me about that last one where the audio cut out a couple of times. And Oh, no. I hope maybe we've got that fixed, but I don't know. I keep trying to watch the sound. Waves I think on you the were just cutting screen. me out. Oh, it was me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was because we were calling. Oh, I all that. Out his name, bro. No, okay. well, I'm surprised anybody's willing to listen to us. <laughs> oh man, well, we sure are glad for everybody that is. To we truly are. We're um, we're looking to take this thing and uh and expand it make millions of dollars no I'm no, just no kidding. we're not in it for the money no we I'm are sure we're in it for we, the love. we are we're this is something that we both love uh we talk about it a lot with each other and with with other lodge members we are just lovers of masonry um and, and i i pray that it shows in the way we live our lives uh what we do in our lodge i mean there again we're not trying to do it for notoriety or to get a big head or anything like that it's strictly because we love doing it that's right i agree 100 percent. but uh we do appreciate y'all listening again and uh hopefully we'll be back uh we may try to i don't, I don't know we may try to do another one this month absolutely yeah yeah we may have to play catch up for us right um but yeah we it's been definitely coming back in, right? Yes, definitely, definitely right. Yeah. See, yeah. that's why I'm calling you. That's why I'm saying we, we definitely need to do this more often. This is that's a lot of fun, uh, and and even I, I wouldn't mind just having folks come and the other brothers come in and hang out. I mean, just have them in the background talking if they want to. But uh, but yeah, we we definitely want to do this more often and uh, try to try to. I mean, not try to necessarily make it big, but make it fun. Yeah, and let us know what you think. Just like that brother Zach was saying, Definitely. let us know. If you have any complaints, if you have any suggestions, we're open. Right, exactly. Um, but other than that, um, like I said, we, we appreciate y'all listening. And uh, hopefully we are the we'll, imperfect dash lords. We are. I don't even think I said that. At the, at the <laughs> we are the imperfect dash lords. Uh, Zach Grice, Brother Ben Head. Yeah, we've been gone so long. If y'all forgot, I know we didn't introduce it at the beginning, but if you forgot, I'm Brother Zach. He's Brother Ben. We are the imperfect dash lords. We love each and every one of you. Look to see you in lives really soon. We sure do. So mode it be, brother. So <laughs> mode it be.